Welcome to Related Relator, where Relator, or a member of the Red Pack, interviews another Relator. And so, we're going to get into it with Yasmin. Hello. Hello. <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Good, then this is working. <laughs> Nope. Welcome to the first Relator to Relator. Oh my god. (laughs) So, tell us a little about yourself. We're just getting mad and we're already recording all of this. It's fine. Yeah. So, I'm Yasmin. I'm a part of Relator, obviously, otherwise I wouldn't be here. And I am part of also the Blue Minds Think Alike, and I'm the... By explaining what Relator is. I feel like we should, because this is basically, if you're gonna get to know people from Relator, you need to know what Relator is. So Relator is a channel and community. Um, how did we put it last night? You come for the content, but stay for the community. Uh, so it's it's put on by Troy Baker. So if you're looking it up, put in Relator Troy Baker. Uh, oh, a lot faster than just putting in Relator. <laughs> so, and uh, it has, uh, let's see, acting classes, uh, writing sessions to improve writing. Uh, you have a couple podcasts. Yeah. Um, one is legit with Troy, which he interviews someone that he knows. Um, and then you have twelve uh, films we've judged before, yeah. um, which is through two relators. Um, unfortunately, Blue Minds is not on the. We're we're a separate thing. <laughs> we have our own network. <laughs> <laughs> We're slowly taking um, over the world. But you guys found each other through relators, so that helps. I mean, that is true. true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Be- I think before the pandemic, I had like two or three friends. After the pandemic and after Relator, I have like friends all over the world, which I absolutely love. So. Hi. I'm your friend from the other side of the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Across the pond. And literally across the pond, darling. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. So, and you're also a great artist. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I am an artist. I can't help. Are you working on now? Uh, not much. I'm just trying to basically get myself back into the working thing. I started working on a little Constantine art piece. Um, which I've shown people, but I'm just like, oh, let's learn how Photoshop works. Let's do a paintbrush thing with the image behind it and just like try and get used to shading and stuff like that. And I'll make, I'll turn it into something knowing me. Um, <laughs> and yeah. then I'm just like doing random, random crap because it's what I do. <laughs> I just do yeah. art on a whim. <laughs> hey, why not? Anything. Why to not? Kind of keep your self busy right and sane yes <laughs> trust me i get that i have wanted to paint so often during my move and i couldn't because everything was in boxes 
yeah. have to figure out which boxes go to which spot and then go from there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I'm still missing some pictures. Some autograph pictures. I'm like, yeah, I can't put anything on my wall currently because I've tried and they've just fall off after like a month. <laughs> it broke the frame, so. Oh. What are you using? Um, uh, command strips. Ah. Because we're not allowed to use blue tack or hammer things into the walls because it's student house, so. You're not allowed to use like thumbtacks? Nope. Oof. We use thumbtacks for most things. Mostly because I've already hammered things into the wall, and my mom was like, I thought we weren't going to do that, and we were going to use like the thumbtack thing, so that way we're not putting holes in the wall. I'm like, well, I have stuff that I can fix that with, but that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. you're a huge stand for Constantine. I, I am an absolute... <laughs> I mean, come on! <laughs> You can't blame me for it. And also, I'm a comic book geek. I nearly said nerd. It's geek. <laughs> eh, it's both. There's such a Both is good. <laughs> so, how'd you find Relator? How did I find it? Bloody hell, that was... Okay, so I found it... I found it a long time ago when it was just starting up. So, I didn't join. I knew people from it. But I didn't join because I couldn't afford it. And I was just like going through my money and just going like, I can't afford all this. I will wait. And then I was like trying to get through everything in life. And then in November, I just said, sod it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do the cheapest tier that was back in November. And then just, I didn't go on to meetings for a week because I was just like, I'm still that shy kid. Like, hide me. Um, <laughs> And then I finally joined one of the prompts and then I met Wade. I didn't meet you until like, I think three weeks after I joined. Um, and then we did New Year's together. Um, I met Wade, I met Lou. Um, I think they were mainly the people that were talking to me as well as Pierre a little bit. You met Gio? I met Gio. <laughs> say hi. Hi, Gio. I know, you want to look out the window. Because <laughs> the birds are out. And it's just like sunlight. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad for sunlight. I do wish I was in California where it was a lot warmer than 50 degrees. <laughs> you don't wish to be here because all I see is basically dark clouds and like, oh no, it's probably going to rain again. <laughs> just think of that. Yeah, probably. So, and you want to be a comic book artist, right? I don't know. I'm swapping between a lot of things. I mean, I one of my things in life is basically I want to conquer as much as I can. I want to do as many things as I can. I don't just want to stick to one area. I've always had that within me, but I never say out loud because I'm an insecure little bitch um, <laughs> is the best way to say it. And just like when you want to tell someone that it's not the easiest thing either, because like, I've always said, like, I want to get into art, but it's just like, what if I do a little bit of acting? Which is why I took the acting class and just yeah. like, why not? And then also just like, why can't I write this? Or why can't I do that? And it's just like, why can't I do it all at once? Yeah. Why yeah, not? I get that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. 
I, uh, I at one point was obsessed with Project Runway and had made my own dress. Not very good, but I made my own dress. And then I was like, okay, I'm done with this. And then I went on to doing other stuff. And then I volunteered at Animal Shelter and it was, and then I thought, oh, I'll go to college for this. And then I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be like. So mm-hmm. uh, I should have went for art because I love art as well. My thing about it, um, basically there's two things that are a big part about me, which is basically I'm dyslexic and also um, I have something called a language disorder, which puts me at the, like kind of on the autistic spectrum, but kind of not. Um, it's not easy to explain, but basically with language disorder, I have hard time with understanding written language, understanding um, spoken language, understanding sign language, like any kind of language I can't comprehend and I just sit there like, what? Yeah, that's understandable. And like, I just always, the thing I've always said for myself is basically, I am a creative, not an academic. I always go for the creative route. I don't stick to the area where it's just like, okay, so I'm gonna literally do what everybody else is doing and go, math, science. But I'm not a scientific person. I am a creative person. You always find me sat somewhere drawing or just taking pictures or just like doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So I always say, my phrase for me is just like, I'm a creative, not an academic. But other people interpret academic in a different way as well. So it's just my saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Oh, hold on. Like, I. What I went to school for was animal science with concentration in animal care, and there's so much science in math, which is fine to some degree, but it wasn't as hands-on as I thought it would be. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, I ended up dropping out um, and just not finishing. So I just have been working ever since but it wasn't until later that I was like I can do so much more so I get you Uh, especially on the creative side like I I'm so crafty I I can make so many different things so yeah yeah. I mean one of the things I have like uh, on my shelf because even though I have one of your pictures on my shelf yeah (laughs) I have People won't be able to see it because this is audio, but I have this big thing which is a book fold of yeah, the D20. So cool. yeah. yeah, I have a bunch of books over there that I need to fold into different shapes. I just, I love doing things that is not just painting where you actually get to get hands on and just like mm-hmm. get a piece of material that people don't use or don't buy in a charity shop. Like most of these books were on the charity book shelves, and I'm just like, Okay, I'm using them for creative purposes and repurposing them. Yep. So they can be displays. Yeah, definitely. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I I mean, I take um, old, well, I shouldn't say old, but I take big baby socks and turn them into cat toys. I think I have one. Yeah, you can turn anything. It's like in a way of upcycling. Oh, that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll 
you only have to do is get some uh, recycled plastic, some yeah. catnip, and baby sock and some twine, and they absolutely love it. I just, it's just, <laughs> but yeah, when it comes to relater, uh, just get to getting back on that. Um, when I got into it, I felt like I could talk to so many more people about what I love. I mean, I could already talk to my housemates about it because I love them to pieces, but it's just like, if I feel like I would have wanted to find this a year ago where I was, because I was in a rough situation and I would have needed like people that would encourage me to be better. And that's what Relator does. It encourages me to be better, but also it encourages me to just go, you know, you are good enough, right? You are. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's what Troy always says too, is you are enough. What I like to yeah. add to that is you are enough, you are loved, and you are not alone. Even if it feels like you're alone right now, you're not. There's people yeah. out there. You just gotta find them. So. I yeah. found you. <laughs> yeah. I found you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, especially like when I think about my past and like where I grew up and where I am now, it's very different to how I used to be and how I am now. Like there's a significant change. Like I think I put it in the evolution prompt where I had three watercolor things basically trying to sum up what childhood to um, before uni to now was like. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, that whole prompt in general. Um, unfortunately, they don't, aren't doing prompt anymore. Mm. But it, it definitely made it where you had to think on your feet in a way. Yeah, I always put my prompts towards like me because it's just like the only place I can think about them is my point of view. And yeah. like, I think everybody else was doing that in a way, but I wanted to get like my point across because like, I think the judgment one was interesting where people just said, that's an interesting take on it. Like judgment being two sides of a coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a double edged sword. Is yes. I think how I put it, where it's, you judge someone and then you also get judged. But at mm. the same time, you're, it's kind of like, oh my, the word I'm, I can't think of the word I'm thinking of, or the word I'm trying to get at. Um, <laughs> words. Worth words. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it'll come to me and I'll just, uh, <laughs> But no, it's 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 kind of like um, it's not an oxymoron. It's hypocrite. That's the word I was trying to get. Hypocrite. It's almost like a, it's almost hypocritical when yeah. I was judges, because a lot of times when you judge, you really should look at yourself because it's it you tend to do the same thing, but in a different way or in a different manner and so that's why i try not to judge other people yeah, at the end of the day the only person that can judge you is you correct that's the only advice you should ever take if anybody else tries to get in on it you just go but i want to do i want to look this way i want to be this way mm-hmm. like some people do it in a way of trying to help you but that's not judgment that's just basically 
if I'm honest, this is out of love. I want to say this. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, but especially for artists, we always charge our art tenfold. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and then, especially if you're a perfectionist, screw it. Like, you're going to be on that painting or whatever for ever. It's so. like you have those rare moments of having a really good piece of art in your eyes. You have one of those rare moments where you're just like looking at it and just like really proud, but other ones you look at them and just go, I can point out this mistake, this mistake, this mistake, and this mistake. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then you have some people who can't look at the detail, but look at the bigger picture. And they're mm-hmm. only focused on the bigger picture. And I'm like, but detail detail is very detail is significant especially if you want to have some hidden detail in that with meaning right exactly so (laughs) up on the cat tree geo goes yeah oh so much fun (laughs) so tell me more about um blue minds make a like uh how blue minds came up um so I, this was at the beginning of the year. Um, I literally wrote a bunch of poster notes of what I wanted to look at doing for myself, which was like trying to set myself up digitally with art a bit more and um, maybe learn how to animate as well. Cause I have uh, the creative cloud. And then another one where I just literally put it in, within a chat with Lou cause we were chatting till 5am again at one point. We've been doing this a lot because um, me and Lou are always the last ones, usually, like in chats. It's not been lately, but we talk the most. And I literally said, Oh, I really want to do a podcast and talk about all this because it never gets put out there. And then Lou just said, Then do it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Do you want to be my, do you want to do it with me? And he's just like, Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and then we kind of started planning it. We pitched it to um, Relator, and they've basically given us the advice to go for it on our own so we can find our feet. Um, we'd planned episodes, we'd gone through it, and we've got like quite a few still to go. We've Then we can come back around and go and do more on each topic, because literally how we've done it, we can do endless amounts, <laughs> yeah. is the way we planned it. And it's so fun. And then because we realized neither of us could edit. Uh, we, literally, Lou just messaged Wade and just said, hey, do you want a job? Right. And um, Wade just said, depends on what the job is. Mm-hmm. And then we basically said, would you like to edit our Blue Minds Think Alike podcasts? And it's just like, yes, okay, brilliant. Um, we haven't had too many hiccups yet with it because like, we've released episodes on time except for one due to technical difficulties um we had a late episode drop with uh, our second episode because we literally went go big or go home for the second episode right after the first and like wade enjoyed it he put a bunch of clips from video games in it and he loved it and then the video was too big to compress or too big to put on youtube somehow and we were just like wade you need to fix this so i put up a temporary video of just our zoom call and then 
two days later, Wade uploads the actual one. I swap them around and just do a re-release before the other episodes come out. Because we've done four episodes so far, one bonus. Good. Yeah, I, I, I haven't been able to watch them um, because of all the stuff going on. Um, but I will definitely be going back and watching them fully instead of just a few minutes of them. But I, I do like the, the intro, so it's 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 fun. Um, I know that recently you guys did Constantine and Power Rangers. Yeah, basically, I suggested to Lou, okay, we should have our moments of fangirling and fanboying over things. So obviously mine had to be Constantine and then Lou just brought up the Power Rangers being an expensive hobby. And I just went, okay, that's perfect. And wrote it down and just yeah, said, definitely. okay, we're gonna go into it early. Cause even though we started with D&D and video games, we were then just going, okay, now they should get to know us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Constantine simp. Uh, I hate that word, but thanks, Danny. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so much stuff. So they can find more about Constantine and your love for it on Blue Lines. Yeah, I'm literally going through yourself. it. <laughs> I have gone through it. <laughs> well, tell me about D&D. I know that you're a DM, or you DM'd a I am a DM. Um, I, when it comes to D&D, &D, um, I didn't go through D&D &D first, I went through Vampire first. Okay. So I knew more about that game than D&D, because &D. my first game of D&D, &D, literally no one told me what to do, and I was just sat there just going, what do I roll? What is this? Um, hi. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. literally looking and people pointing, and I'm just like, this is not the introduction I needed. <laughs> And then, obviously, getting used to watching Critical Role and looking at stats and everything like that. And because I knew Vampire, because it was mainly the easiest system of all you need is D10s. And if it's over a six, it's a success. So basically, it's the whole, it's an easy thing. When you explain it, it sounds really confusing. But when you do it, it's easy. And like, I was always, in, I was always the magical characters. I still so, am. Like the uh, wizards and stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm currently a warlock, so that's fun. I get that. I'm I'm usually a support, uh, but I've only played like a handful of times. So I'm currently a cleric, um, and I, the first time I played, I was a druid. So it was, it's, yeah. Um, I find magic fun, just basically. People just find the magical classes just like, oh, I've got all these spells, and, and I'm just like, no, it's fun. <laughs> if yeah, you just it use is. it this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, one, of my, one of my favorite spells that I'm using at the moment is Hellish Rebuke, which is basically a reaction move. Mm -hmm. When someone's hit you and dam and like literally damaged you, you just go, ah, point at them, and then a bunch of fire surrounds them, and they get burned. There you go. Yeah, mine is, uh, oh gosh, I think my favorite has been the uh, spiritual weapon, mm. especially because cause what we're doing is Monster Hunter D&D, &D. Yeah. so I had literally been grappled 
but I could still do like so I couldn't move, but I can still cast spells and stuff. So I did the um, that and it I just had it swing and swing again and cut off its tongue and then hit it into the lava. Yeah. <laughs> so it was fun. Yeah, but the whole aspect of being a DM as well, because I was learning that slowly and doing it through not just D&D, but other games too. And like, I loved being the DM and knowing all the secrets and telling the story and just going, well, you're figuring something out. I can't tell you what, but you're figuring something out. <laughs> it's getting warmer. Um, it's getting warmer. Because uh, my last... Um, one shot was a game of vampire that I did with my housemate Robin, Wade, and Lou. Mm -hmm. Robin played two characters because she wanted to, because I had a spare character. And basically, uh, within that, I kind of made it a like murder mystery kind of Ooh. like aspect, which was basically there's a bunch of murders going on. S some of them have been pointed out as mages, some of them vampires, some of them human, and like it's like it's trying to get exposure and it's just like oh no we can't have ourselves exposed to the world mm. and they have to solve the mystery of who did it and what their um reasoning is and obviously it's just a tyrant who wanted more power <laughs> nice. and i just enjoyed running it and it was so fun having the characters interact and it one thing i'm planning on for the podcast at some point won't be straight away but it'll be some point in the future and i've written it down is um a full DM conversation. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, like, I, I, I recently on got it into... Yes, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. I, I recently got to into Critic Role um, like halfway through uh, quarantine, even after I had started elsewhere. Um, and so it wasn't until like I saw how Matt described everything and stuff that I was like, Oh, I didn't know my stuff better. Um, and you're known as the world builder. Yes. I can build the world. The story is a little bit more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's where the DM part for me is like, oh, I don't know how this works. <laughs> so I'd love to watch that podcast. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like either just like a bunch of DMs having a conversation or just like me, because one thing Lou is wanting to hear DM tips from me, so I'm just like okay, I'll go off <laughs> Yeah, definitely, I, I would love to watch that. Reason, do it Yeah. Especially as I've DM'd um, oh, let's think, let's think I'm looking at my books down here because I've got so many RPG books, because um, I've DM'd Vampire, mm -hmm. I've done um, a zombie apocalypse game Ooh, cool. Also done a game called Witchcraft as well. Nice. There you yeah, go. Yeah, they were fun. Yeah, sounds like even, it. Even though the dice system on Witchcraft is, was a bit flawed and I was still learning it and I was just like, fuck it, I'm making it my own rules. <laughs> hey, house rules. Why not? Yeah, because the rule book isn't solid or concrete. Some, some of the rules you can bend over. Gotcha. The book gotcha. only gives little certain things of guidance. At the end of the day, it's your game. You can run it however you want. Makes sense. Yeah. D Doesn't it, Jill? <laughs> it's like I'm asleep, whatever. So, yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I love D&D. 
Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely learning more about it and I'm I'm loving it. Um but even more so I'm like I just I'm like, why didn't I learn about this earlier in my life? <laughs> like people always talked about I'm it. I'm surprised. Right? People always talked about it, but never really like said, Oh yeah, this person putting on a campaign. It was always just you know, in TV or movies or whatever. Yeah. Like, and things and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I have friends who are writers, and what I think is great about D&D is that some of the characters they've made, they've been able to take the context of or anything and put them into their stories. So I highly recommend it for writers and actors, because it's just like, obviously you get to play with voices and everything like that. Because, um, oh, let's think. Um, I've done three characters with like different kind of British voices and I've done an American accent for one as well because I've had uh, someone who's quite regal and uh, like very posh and quite etiquette. I have mm-hmm. my etiquette. And then someone who's quite like going, I don't care. Like, right. what are you on about? And then just like the northernness of myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> embracing my northernness and just going, well, I'm, oh God. <laughs> Yeah, my American accent's okay, I keep on saying, but it's just like, oh, people is here, and I'm just like, well, I'm okay at it, I guess, I think. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. I get that. I'll get that. <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, I get that. <laughs> I'm just uh, waiting yeah, for the day to let out my Russian, just like, to try and come with you, what not. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> it's always hard for me for voices because I get nervous <clears throat> or I can only do it for so long yeah what I always say is have a moment where you just let loose because yeah. yep. let loose and have fun because at the end of the day it's not something to put pressure on it it's a brilliant game where you can just try out like even though I put this as a joke in my podcast I basically just said hey you writers want to try out some characters better test them like literally you can test them in this game you can literally like if there's a character idea you've been sat on and you don't know where to put them put them in here try them out trial them to like see who they turn out to be and if you want to continue with that put it in a story of your own right exactly no matter what context yeah yep yeah i've had the same character for the two times I've played D&D, the only difference is the class. Mm. So, I, it's it's literally been, okay, what can I change and what can I keep the same? So for the most part, I've kept the same um, race and the same name. And then I've just changed the class. So yeah. Yeah. Because it's it was from a one shot it was half elf druid named Alus to <laughs> a still a half elf, but it's the moon half elf and it's a cleric named Alus. So it's I'm keeping it until I can find something where it's like, this will stick. <laughs> so. Yeah. 
is like the characters I've had, I've li literally in my mind I could create a story called the ABCs because literally I have a character called Astrid, I have a character called Bella, and I have a character called um, Clara. And basically, Bella's a mage who's very magical and just like, okay, I had been done wrong and now I'm a powerful person. Look at me. I'm going to use this for good and say goodbye to you. Um, Clara, a woman out of her time. Um, a Victorian suffragette. Hmm. Uh, inventor, tried to bring steampunk into the Victorian era, basically. That was cool. And then Astrid was just a sad child who basically um, didn't have much of a childhood. So, like, when she's at night and when she was on a pier of a funfair, she wanted to go on everything. She wanted to go explore, kind of thing, and let loose. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually a conversation that I've had with one of my friends about uh, Jester from Critical Role. Spoilers mm. for anybody who hasn't seen this. Uh, seen Critical Role uh, campaign two yet? But um, I watched it. <laughs> huh? I've watched campaign two. Yeah, you're all caught up. <laughs> oh my god, that fight was freaking. Yeah. <laughs> Luke. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but um. So I had a conversation because my friend was like, I don't like, I don't like Jester. She's a child, blah, blah. And I'm like, she's actually not. She's childlike because of the way that she grew up. She grew up in, uh, like, just inside all the time. So it's it's all based off a of backstory as to why she is. Yeah. is. When you base it on your backstory, it's just like, currently I have Cassandra for D&D. Literally my backstory is a blank. All she knows is that she doesn't know her pa parents, she doesn't like remember aspects of her life apart from she grew up in an orphanage, and then all of a sudden she became a warlock, but she doesn't know the reason. Right. And she's basically exploring, trying to figure out why she is the way she is. And she's in her like 20s, like mid 20s, just trying to figure all this out. Right. And then she's the party of adventurers and they go together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just did like a very brief background for my monster hunter D, &D uh, person. I was like, yeah, she's a sailor and she's just trying to like fight, uh, what did I say, fight evil or something like that. And yeah, it's, it's one thing about my character as well that um, I have. I um, we all have best friends within our parties, and mine is Danny Madrigal's character Vecan, because we just we were the first two that met, and also we just go drinking buddies for life, drinking <laughs> buddies for life, because nice. we're basically that sad, um, and we both have like had depressing things happen, and we're just like, hey, Cast, you want a drink? Yeah, I really want a drink. <laughs> And then we're just at the bar, just like, give me the fireball. <laughs> yes, I fireball. Oh, such a good drink. Such Everybody, I remember when it- Easily intoxicating oh. if you fail that wisdom save. Oh, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Save. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. But fireball, I remember when it, everybody was like, ugh, fireball's disgusting. I'm like, it tastes like cinnamon. What are you talking about? 
So, but that was back in high school for me. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh, I mean, years. I least. mean, high school was a very long time ago for me now because, like, I'm 22 now and I left high school at 16 because our whole thing, like, our whole school systems work differently. Oh, okay. Because you guys leave school at 18 and then go to university. Yeah. We finish school at 16. Then it's college or apprenticeships at um, 16 to 18. 18, you usually go to university. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, ours is... That little gap in between. (laughs) Yeah, ours is... We graduate around 17, 18. And then you can either just go straight into the workforce or uh, go into college or university. Um, and go from there. Yeah. And, and depending on what you pick for college or university, you're there for either uh, four years, two years, or more. Yeah. Or, uh, but usually that's people who want like a doctorate or things like that. <laughs> um, or if you want to have two degrees in two different fields, you, and one school offers it, but the other school doesn't, or that same school doesn't, then you can always be like, okay, I'm going to take this many years studying this, and then I'll go to this school and study this. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, all the systems are weird. Yeah. So, and I feel like some schools definitely teach better than others um because <sighs> i remember having <laughs> like my uh one of my cousins she was talking about this this and this and i'm like we have not even begun to learn that and we yeah. would be in like she was a year younger than i am and i'm like what the hell and then like two years later i finally learned it and i'm like what the what so some schools are just more advanced and now we have charter schools where you have specialized learning mm. so you can go to an art school you can go to a tech school you can yeah things like that which would have been nice yeah. but that was literally like my senior year and you could not transfer unless you were a sophomore so yeah, yeah. second year of high school High school for me, oh god. Um, I feel like this was when I was basically still trying to get hold of my language disorder because high school I wasn't um, fully tested for dyslexia yet. I was tested for dyslexia when I was 17, very late down the line. And um, basically I was still trying to get, like, I don't think the schools understood what my disability was and especially when my mum tries to explain it or hands over the literal paperwork of actual records of me having this disability like it was hard being in school as well because um easily bullied and also just because i didn't know what certain things meant so people literally could have a joke with it like i remember significantly not knowing the meaning of virgin and i just kept on like saying oh i'm not that and it's just like yeah you you are 
some people were genuinely being kind of just going like you are Yasmin it means this and it's just like oh okay other people were just sat there laughing at me just because I didn't know just because like it's the thing about being different just because you don't know what everybody else does it's uh it's shit and it's basically high school like there's a lot of memories i've blocked out because they were traumatic to me because it's just like all i got was slaughtered made fun of uh i've had a football purposely kicked into my stomach um yeah just made fun of for no reason or like just because i don't understand things as well as others and like i had friends in high school that like some of them i still talk to today Mm -hmm. um but not as many that i talk to anymore because life goes on we go our separate ways but at the end of the day i have been much happier now than Mm -hmm. i was back then because obviously i was still figuring out how i was and literally like having that whole thing happen where i'm trying to figure out why i am this way and like the school had a this like they obviously have their special learning system mm-hmm. the only time i was there was when one specific teacher was there and he literally sat and spent time with you like uh, once a week to just get to the bottom of things and just like okay so your memory is really good with this you're very good with this kind of thing you can understand the list a little bit but here's how you can do it better right there was a, that was the only person that helped me and he was also like one of the people that basically my parents um went to parents evening and i went to parents evening with them and at one point people we got to the end of parents evening and he was just like oh yasmin you're my last appointment and I didn't know about this and mm. wasn't on the sheet. And it's basically my parents got to meet him and they were just like, he's the only one that's taken you into account really. Cause yep. like I was qualified for extra time on exams Good. that was never used. Mm. Literally I would finish the exam like everybody else did. Cause I should have been put in a separate room where I got that extra time and I was taken into account. Yep. No, I was put in the exam hall with everybody else yep. given a note saying, you have extra time, you can finish it this time, but I would feel awkward if I was the last one there. Yep, same, same. Yeah. I get it together, school. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, see, I also was bullied. I was bullied for just who knows what in elementary school. In middle school, it was, I had really bad dandruff to the point that I had a shampoo bottle thrown at me. and then high school was the clothes thing. Um, and then even even in yeah, even in college it was. Oh, you're not qualified to be here because you don't have this kind of experience. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm here to learn. It's not about qualifications. <laughs> like, yeah. So I get it. Mm. Like things I can name from when I was bullied, uh, there was the germ. I was regarded to as a germ, so people wouldn't touch me or go near me. Mm. Um, there was also one point um, we were learning about witches in history class. Mm. I got accused of being a witch and told I should be burnt at the stake. 
and then I've just turned that into basically I'm a magical character in D and D. Suck it. Like yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the only thing I've got retribution on. Now I regard myself as a witch of just like I would if I had a witch's magic, I would use it for good intentions and then just go how you like me now. Uh, yeah. And then um, with art. That's an interesting thing. So I was very sports orientated in high school because basically I was a gymnast from the age of five to 18. Mm -hmm. And I was very into it. I was always exercising. I was always quite like a stick, which I wanted to gain some weight to basically not feel like a stick anymore. Um, And like thinking about that and then just how I threw the curveball and went in the art direction Mm -hmm. and then because that was during when I was about to try and get into my sixth form and I was just like I want to do these subjects and my parents just go okay (laughs) because they thought I was going to go fully orientated into sports coaching and I'm just like no Mm -mm. no because I've always wanted to do art I've always wanted to do it and then year 11 came around and which is basically senior year for you guys um and my art teacher wanted to switch me from a gcse which was like the main one to get the graded qualification (laughs) to a b-tech last minute and i'm just like i've worked hard and i'm trying my best i'm wanting to absolutely prove you wrong on this right and then my basically my parents said about no we're not having a switch to that just because my teacher thought, oh, it'd be, it's going to be difficult for you. Uh, I got a C, so yeah, right. I proved that I teach teacher wrong. So, right, exactly. No, I get that. I get that. So, but that's that's what I love about Relator. Is like, we, we encourage each other. If we make fun of each other, it's all in good spirits. It's it's not ever actually. Yeah, because we know like all in good spirits, and we know each other's we're limits. All laugh together. So yeah. Um, and if we are, it's literally to each other's face, and we're like, yeah, you need to not. It's getting to know each other's limits as well of just like which lines we can cross. Like, right. there's one line I will never cross now, which is basically because of being made fun of because my name sounds like a milkshake in the UK because we have a milkshake called Yazoo. Oh, okay. and I'm called Yasmin. So people right. kept on going, "Oh, what's up, Yazoo?" And I'm just like, "No, I won't even with that anymore." Oh, I no. don't blame you on that one. Yeah, yeah. See, with us, it's more of, "Is it Yasmin?" <laughs> oh no! I just know. it was I a little quick thing, basically. Um, yeah. I got the Yasmin Jasmine comparison a lot, especially with a, a person actually called Jasmine and me being Yasmin. Oh gosh, that's awesome. that's basically the gist of it. That's awesome. Yeah, I can see that <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. But where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at World of Yasmin. And also, I have a creative account that I uh, link myself to, which is YG Art and Design. And if you want to find the Blue Minds podcast, uh, check us out on Twitter um, at Blue Minds LY or just look up Blue Minds Think Alike on YouTube. We're the first things that pop up. <laughs> awesome. 
And then if you guys want to find me, it's tree less than zero. Because it's a play on word for three less than you. Um, which is a heart. And then you. Um, and on Twitter. And then on everything else, it's 7815. And we are going to try to do another Relator to Relator soon. 